This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hello again, this is Susan. I'm here speaking with Julie and we are going to continue our discussion of uh, some of the questions that we have from our test. And it is a test. So, you think you know the Kabbalion. So, I said to Julie, we picked a number because there's 75 questions. So, we originally picked a number that was a little lower and then we said, nah, we got 75. So, I picked number 54 and she said, oh, that's a great question. But she didn't tell me what it was. It's a doozy, Susan. It's a doozy. So, we're going to talk about the question. Sometimes we answer it, sometimes we don't. But we do discuss it. Let's just do it. All right, go ahead. Right. It's number 54. What is the benefit of having degrees of love and hate with a middle point of like and dislike that is difficult to distinguish? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, this is a great question because it brings up, once again, polarity. Which is really... Oh, so, okay, so that's where I'm glad I took a breath. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. So it brings brings up polarity, and polarity is very useful every day. Well, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for polarity. I know, Julie just sat there and (laughs) said, okay. I need a drink. Here it comes. (laughs) She pursed her lips and said, okay, we're done. It always goes back to the beginning. So... If it weren't for polarity, we wouldn't be here because all, you know, all is mental. Everything, we are all a part of one until we separate. And for you, Julie, to be sitting here pulling out the book, giving me that look, and for me to be sitting here waiting for my daughter to come in and bring me a nice drink, we would not have that if it weren't for polarity. So it is very important because the the fact that we exist here is because polarity exists. If polarity didn't exist, we wouldn't be here and none of the principles would matter other than all is mental and we are all one. It's the divine paradox that kicks in when we exist. And so through polarity, everything else here exists because you need opposites to be able to distinguish. So, okay. And that was a nicely rounded PSA for the first part of the book. Which I love. (laughs) Which, you know, has this nice little hole that every once in a while you may or might not choose to sit in. (laughs) If you'd like to go further to the seven hermetic principles, then you can kind of juggle around and have some fun. Of course. And that's what we're all about. But let, let us not forget the fact that we exist because of polarity. And yeah, am I going out and I'm going to say it. I'm not commenting to that because I think there's a huger discussion in that realm. And we could even take it and translate it into what's going on in the ridiculous political forefront of everything. And our other podcast that we have about Oprah and Trump and the political race and energy. And we could take it and look at all of that. Yet, it's also more fun to go into the principles. And find the principles dissolve into the practicality of all. 
Exactly. The principles dissolve. <laughs> but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> you exist because of polarity and I exist. So now let's have fun with it. Let's have fun with what it. What if I exist because of a stork? <laughs> or if, uh, if, okay, if so, I was, you know, kind so of you are sent a woman, by you have so glasses, you have brown hair, sent, brown eyes, you could have blonde hair. I was sent as cosmic dust from the universe. But you exist as a person. I mean, I'm going to go to the very basics. You're a woman because you're not a man. <laughs> And is so, that cause and effect so, now? Or? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that you exist, I mean, because you have attributes that have opposites. You know, you're using the, the, the principle of polarity in the discussion of the principle of polarity. Yeah, of course. That's because I've done my work. You're I've using done my a homework. hammer on a hammer. I've done my homework, teacher. And who is the teacher here? Aren't we you. all? Of course. Aren't we all? And so if we're going to use that, I think, and the reason, you know, I mean, we're joking about it, but the most important thing to understand is polarity exists because we exist. If nothing existed, we wouldn't be in it. So now you're taking polarity and now you bring in, I would say, like color to it. You bring do, you have a, do you have a side it. job? I think you're getting paid off. Does something land off of the truck for you? Is <laughs> polarity got a check that they're giving to you every month? I think the... <laughs> Green people from Mars come down at night and tell me these things. Hey folks, Julie and I do a whole lot of talking, but you know, a lot of that comes from self-reflection and really looking at our lives and things that didn't make sense. And we sat down and figured out the questions that were important to us and some of the philosophy behind it. And we put it together in a journal. Ooh. Check it out. And who doesn't love a good journal? Get your favorite pen and just get writing. Hey, Susan. Yes? Do you know what you get me for Christmas? Hmm, not sure yet. Well, don't be thinking you're going to give me any of the books we've written, because I have all of those. Yeah, but they're e-books. They're quick read, yet they keep making you go back, because you think you got it. And you got to go back and read it again, because there's something more each time. It's like a gift that keeps giving. I agree with you. They're in my pile to read again, over <laughs> and over. But, you know, I'm kind of stuck on this Christmas trivia right now. I'm not sure if I would say that we exist because of polarity is a direct quote from the Kabbalion. No, it's, it's not a quote for, from the Kabbalion. But when I read The Divine Paradox and I read, you know, if you go to all is one and you go to the mind, you know, all is mental, it's just the physical attributes. And we talked about through gender that you need both you know the what I'll call the male and the female parts of it to have a physical creation you're laughing again but why would you because I'm thinking, laugh, no, I'm laughing I'm sparking because I'm thinking wait why would you use the principles to prove divine paradox that just negates the idea of polarity as the causal effect for us being but if we weren't, if there wasn't polarity, we would all be consumed within the all. We are and already. We are. But the, <laughs> I'm not talking about our souls. I'm talking about our physical being. I didn't being. define it. Okay, so I will. But you separated physical and energy. I'm exactly. not separating physical and well, energy. I You're mean, choosing polarity. Well, 
Exactly. <clears throat> the I'm, I'm referring to our physical selves. Is it a choice? So we are mental. <laughs> Maybe we're crazy mental, but we're mental and we are physical. And that's two parts. Even in Chinese medicine, they refer to two different souls. Oh, don't go souls. there. Well, I, you know... <laughs> But I'm saying I understand Chinese medicine. I studied it. I can't speak of Ayurvedic or I didn't mean you know, don't other go types Chinese. of. I meant don't go to the yin and the yang. Is that where you're okay, going? So don't go there. I'm not because I'm going to say the circle. But I'm not denying that we are part of the circle. But here, as you sit here on my couch, enjoying my drink, my daughter <laughs> made for you, your your emotional would not. Your your not emotional. One would ask. Your energetic wouldn't enjoy it, but your physical is. And, you know, eating. So we are physical. That's a divine paradox. That's a comment of polarity right there. That's a comment based in soul polarity. Well, there you go. (laughs) And in relation to question 54, what is the benefit of having degrees of love and hate with a middle point of like and dislike that is difficult to distinguish? What is the benefit? So... Do you want an answer? So for me, the benefit is that you can move along the line. You can decide where you want to sit. And if you sit in hate, then that's a choice. Mm. Because, and and that to me is the beautiful part of it, because then you could move to love. Or even if you can't get to love, you can neutralize it. And by doing that, this all comes down to what I just said, is choice. There's a choice. We're not stuck hating someone. If you hate a certain type of, I will say, a person, because that's the best way I can look at it, best way I can describe it, if you hate, that's what you're stuck with unless you make the choice to move along the line. And if you make the choice to move, you can do it. It's possible. And if you can't get to where you love somebody, you can move towards neutral and so opposites basically exist everywhere exactly you know it's interesting because the example i gave one would ask well does that mean we always want to move towards love why would we do that maybe we don't want to maybe we want to move towards neutral well if you always move towards love then you're stating that hate exists right so if you move towards neutral or where you go on it, is it like, you know, then you're getting into the rhythm. How far up the, you know, how far is the pendulum going to swing? Do you just like? Do you love? If you say you, I mean, you hate someone, you, you think you hate someone, well, maybe you can move down to dislike. Then maybe, you know, this pendulum can swing down to where you're just neutral. You have the ability to do that. And yet the question may be, do you really hate the person? I mean, what does that really mean? Because if you're existing in hate, then there's also the possibility to exist in love. Exactly. So when you have the dichotomy and you have the polarity existing, and in reference to this question, you know, and we like to say hermeticists, you know, use polarization to move from one to the other to completely top off one to set the pendulum in the other direction That's and also doing it. Yep, and, and also to um, influence others in their mental states and so you know you can look at anything that is going on today 
And any sincere or insane or obsessive judgment or viewpoint about something that is presented and projected is actually part of polarity. Mm. And that will put you either in influencing or being influenced mm -hmm. one way or another. Yet so, wouldn't it seem like the only place to sit is on the circle? And yet, when, well, that's, that's coming out of polarity altogether. Mm. And, and so the, the important part, like we talk about this, every question has a nuance that if you go to it and you really think about the question, in, in, when I look at that, like you can get a basic answer. Mm. Yeah, pass the test. A plus, yay for you. But that makes me question, why would I choose to sit in hate or in love or right. in wherever right. I am on, this, on that spectrum? Right. Then that tells me I, can, I have a choice. Right. I don't have to feel, and it's a, I'm using the word feel, with everything. We're talking about love and hate. It can be anything. Being, feeling smart or feeling mm -hmm. stupid. Being, you know, understanding that, you know, you're fat or you're thin. And if you're tall or you're short, whatever. And I'm using physical attributes, but I could go into the whole mindset too. Like I said, smart or stupid. Right. Or I think deeply or I don't think deeply. Right. I mean, I, I told you I went somewhere and I had some person who was drunk. I was in this really skeevy bar. I was with a friend of mine, and I'm very deep. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're pretty deep, you know. He's like, and he was getting mad at me. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I'm thinking, wow, you really decide where, where you put yourself. And I didn't go and say, no, you're not because of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's what he thinks. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to judge him. I'm not going to try to change it. I'm just going to, I just stay where I am. And I just let, I, like I said, I wasn't going to get into any kind of a, you know, dissertation about what's deep, what's not. That was his thought process. And who am I to say he was right or wrong? But for myself, I can look at myself and say, really, am I going to think that? And I think that is the most empower, empowering part. It's mm. a choice. Mm. And if I know it's a choice, it goes that way. Hey Susan, the other day I was stuck in traffic. Yeah. Uh, I'm not telling a joke here. I was oh, really oh, stuck oh, in traffic. Oh, oh. And when I'm not listening to New Threads music, I sometimes listen to our podcast. Not because I want to listen to myself. You want to listen to me. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> because when I listen, it's like all new, all over again. Do you ever wonder who said that? And yeah. You realize some people say we sound alike. So whenever <laughs> I hear something that I'm like, I don't remember saying that. I just attribute it to you. Ooh, I like that. And there's four shows, so I could be in the car a long time. <laughs> and you may just be. Hi, Julie here. Susan and I appreciate you listening to our podcast. Did you also know we've written lots of ebooks and books together? Just go ahead and check out the link in our bio or find us both on Amazon author pages. Hi, it's Julie. All right, I'm revealing. I rode the affirmation wave in the 1970s and 80s. Affirmations are great, but they're even better when they come from you and the energy of how you process life. That's why in Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, an Energetic Invocations series, Susan and I carefully crafted invocations as part of each chapter. Invocations are sourced in the energy of change and take the style of affirmations so much 
farther. See for yourself in our podcasts and in our books available on Amazon. You know, what you tell yourself is more important than anything else you could say. So I think, like I said, with all of the questions that we have in there, the most empowering part of that question isn't great. You can answer it and say, you know, you can move yourself along the, the pendulum. I go the step further and say, I have a choice. Mm. And where I, where I am is where I have chosen to be. And if that doesn't work for me, well, maybe I need to analyze why I made that choice and make another choice. Right. And, you know, there's a really awesome opportunity for everybody to take a hold of wherever they are with the Kabbalion. Mm-hmm. And even if they're just entering in, and this is their first podcast, mm-hmm. and saying, what is this? I mean, there's a cool energy to it. When you look at William Walker Atkinson, when you look at where it came from, when you look at Hermes Trismegistus, there's just a cool vibration and a cool source to it. I'm actually getting hot even just expressing this, that when you go into these questions, we've conversed and discussed and analyzed and and you know argued back and forth about different aspects mm-hmm. of the Kabbalion. When you go in these questions, it's almost like utilizing the Kabbalion on the Kabbalion to understand the Kabbalion more, which is it actually can kind of blow your mind yeah. in a way. And so when you go and you access these questions, you know, I myself you know, I'm not only going to go back into the Gabalian because I keep on doing it because more stuff comes out. It just new stuff comes out and, and, you know, I can access as I go back in and deeper and deeper, but go back into, you know, this book that we did, Think You Know the Kabbalion, Test Your Knowledge with the Kabbalion Trivia. It's- because the questions and the energy of them and you know how we divided it up i mean we replicated almost the kabbalion exactly in ourselves how we created it mm. and then as the questions go on i mean we just randomly the last podcast as well and this one we just randomly picked out a number right and read the question and then just said let's see where it takes us and let's have a conversation but this time not conversing specifically what's in the book but how the Kabbalion shows up outside and if that's not what we're all trying to do I don't know what we're trying to do because the Kabbalion is all around us the Kabbalion exists just like we do and I am doing this work because there's something very powerful and there's no reason why everybody shouldn't be able to take these principles and use them to better yourself. This isn't about, and you know, the more you do it, you realize, and, and we talked about this in another podcast, talking about cheating. And it's like, when you realize you don't need anything from anyone else. Mm. I mean, when I say you don't need things, we all need each other. We're, we're a community, we're communal beings. But it's not that I need to take something from somebody else. We work, Julia and I, you and I are a perfect example. We work, we, we kind of push each other. And then we go further. And so I don't need to take anything from you. You don't need to take anything from me. But together, we can push each other further and do so much more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you read, it's, it's interesting because I'm going off in a little crazy. But you talk about religion and you talk about God and you think about we're all one and you listen to all the, 
you really get to the bottom of it. We all are who we are, and it's only in our interactions with each other that we can push each other forward in our own way. We're not defining it. Right. And so that's really, I think, what the Kabbalion is, is really getting at. And the more we use it, I mean, I'm, I, anyone who sits there and says, I've read this Kabbalion and I know it, and then goes about life the way that they've always done, to me it's like, well, I don't believe you. Does it matter that I believe you or not? No. Well, isn't that Da Vinci? When you do this, you continue to do the same thing in the same way, you're going to get the same results. Yeah. And the Kabbalion, it's exciting, it's transformational. And, you know, you know I'm, I'm reading the Hermetica. And just to go to the vibration of what, you know, Hermes Trismegistus, what they think his words were, I mean, it's, it's, there's convolution, there's energy. I, well, oftentimes I have to read it out loud. It's hard to get through, and it's very short and from well, what, what they the have. Powerful books. And, you know, that's, that's something we'll look at as well. Yet, you know, going to this, this vibration of the Kabbalion material put together for us, and then what we're kind of being guided to do in this podcast and what we're sharing can really propel you into something transformational as well. Yet, you know, like we said before, it's your choice on, you know, how you want to utilize the principles, how you want to see them, and if you do want to see them, and if you do want to make them a part of your life and work with energy. And if you don't, if that's not your answer, then what are you doing here? <laughs> what the heck is going on? And then why, then why even waste your time? If, mm -hmm. I were, if I was not going to work as hard as I have, to work within the Kabbalion, and I don't have it down pat. I work really hard to stay. If I don't do that, and you know, then it, why even bother reading it? And what is? And again, you know, I'm, I'm interrupting you because we always kind of go through the to the different extremes, like we do, because I'm more energetic, you're more physical, and yet we're both here. And so every day we explore the physical because we're here, whatever it is, whatever we want to eat, however we want to exercise, however we want to live our life. So why not explore the energetic and kind of transform what your understanding well, I think, is I think of life? Want to. I think because people... transforming your understanding of life really kind of propels you into new well, arenas. I think people want to. I don't think they have actually been shown how to. I mean, we talk about gurus, and we make a big thing that these gurus go out there and look what I did, look what I did, but they don't give you guidance. The Kabbalion has given us guidance. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't we explore that? Uh, or go and, yeah, go and go to your, your, the guru that tells you to do the same thing and go four, five, six, seven times a year, or whatever. It's not my thing. I haven't gone to one. I know you've gone to a few of them, and I hear your well, stories, I don't go to and I'm like, ugh. Well, it's not to go to a guru. It's to go to the environment and the energy. There's so, something mining there. So for what me. I'm saying is that I don't think I think I agree with you that why wouldn't you people? Why wouldn't you bring the energetic? I think people want to. I don't think there has been a a systematic way of doing it other than oh look at me and what I've done. Well, guess what? And the Kabbalion is, and it and it and it approaches it and. But you got to find it. Well, guess what? Now with the Kabbalion and our podcasts and the book we put out, there is a way. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.